Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Focus on Albany. I'm Cynthia Pooler. My guest today is Devon Brott. And Devon is working with Moses Wana on a cannabis expo and conference at the um, um, convention center in Albany on October 16th. So, Devon, this sounds pretty interesting. What will you be highlighting? When people go, what will they see? Well, our main focus right now is our our presentation of speakers and panelists. We have quite a few speakers on a bunch of different topics. We are currently trying to uh, highlight the different ways that New York is going to be branching out in its legalization, the four avenues of exploration along that. And so our expo and conference looks to get everybody in a, a same, same room setting where all these like-minded individuals from retail consumers to the largest uh, industrial producers will be together so you can see what New York has to offer from start to beginning. Or so beginning has, to there, has there been another conference in any other part of the state like this? Uh, there have been virtual conferences. I do not believe any, to my knowledge, I haven't done too much research on it, but I do not believe any of them have been the focus on what we are actually focusing on. And a lot of them have been virtual, and we are going to, thankfully, for the uh, thanks to the Albany Capital Center here in Albany, New York, we are going to be able to put this on in person, which is fantastic. Now, how long has this been talked about to make it legal it's been quite a number of years right so we the new i say we the state of new york started looking at legalization back in 2015 and we moved into a medical exception in 2016 or 17 i do want to say we we started the medical exemption and just as recently as today, I read an article where um, medical dispensaries are now allowed to sell whole flour in the state of New York. So this is moving at the speed of light, and we are we are glad to be involved at the the precipice as we are. So you said this uh, this started in 2015. How instrumental was? our former governor, Andrew Cuomo, uh, as far as legalization of um, cannabis. So to get into that would would have to highlight a lot of the things that built onto it. So in, in, a, in a summation, Governor Cuomo, former Governor Cuomo, he did not hinder the process as much as he could have but nor did he help it along as much as he could have there there were other states that uh, moved legislation into their legislative bodies faster and got it approved faster than the state of new york did um Mm -hmm. i am very happy with where new york stands currently we we did a lot of research on on how new uh massachusetts got things right how they got things wrong 
and we are trying to understand how best to apply it in the state of New York. So uh, former Governor Cuomo, again, he could have he could have made it a lot harder, um, but he could have made it a lot easier at the same time. Let me ask you this question: When this first when when uh, cannabis or pot was was legalized. He was getting himself into hot water with the nursing homes and, and the book and, you know, and then all the allegations with, with women. So had there not been all those things that hung over his head, is it a safe bet to say pot would not be legalized right now? What do you think? So that's a loaded question. And to to answer it as best as I can, uh, uh, I would say that he probably would have gone forward with the legalization as it stood because his constituency, the entire state of New York, was clamoring for it to happen. The the expungement clinics, you know, in the state of New York that have been, you know, touting the benefit of legalization and legislation to protect those who had been adversely affected by unfair policing on the on the marijuana in New York. They were such advocates of it that the tidal wave was coming and it was bound to break whether the scandals had been at his doorstep or not. Um, to to say that this is his legacy would would uh, discredit our current Governor Kathy Hochul from what she has been doing and the amazing effort that they have put into the Office of Cannabis Management and everything that has gone there, too. So how long have you been working, you know, on moving this along? It had to be before uh, the spring of this year, right? So I, I myself have been I, – I was in the industry in Massachusetts. I have been in the industry just over four years, almost five years. Um, it has been a uphill battle in the state of New York to get the eyes on the right information, the right eyes on the right information to understand how legalization in a recre- recreational format – would benefit not only the businesses in the state of New York, but also the tax burdens of the state of New York. Do you see a a lot of hookah parlors being formed, being so, created? So the creation of consumption lounges, which is what I would think you were, were mentioning, because hookah bars do exist. Right. Uh, Hookah is is a a tobacco derivative. Um, to to speak on consumption cafes, which is I think what um, you might have meant is is to say, right now the state of New York has given a lot of counties and municipalities to the end of the year to decide whether they are going to opt in for these places and looking at it as a revenue derived standpoint. Most of these places are going to say, yes, we will allow retail sales of recreational marijuana 
and its accessories, as well as consumption cafes. I mean, to to put it correlationally, it it should be as easy to obtain as walking into your local bar for a beer after work. Right, right. Now, uh, in all the years that you've been working on this, on this, didn't you find it a little disconcerting that people could walk into a bar, have a beer, have a, you know, a mixed drink, or, you know, continually downing liquor, but yet uh, cannabis was illegal? Did you find that frustrating? Yes. As an adult that, you know, in Massachusetts, I was a consumer, and I understood the necessity for the regulation, but at the same time, it it flew in the face of reason to say that all of these people who are not being checked as thoroughly as they should be, are being allowed to go in. You don't have to present three forms of ID in a doctor's note when you go to a liquor store to pick up a bottle. But if you're going to purchase cannabis in the state of New York, at this point in time, you have to produce ID, a card, and a prescription from a provider. It seems subtly nuanced against those for one reason or another up until this year when I would say that that better minds prevailed and the barriers were lifted into adult use. So, you know, this has been going on for quite some time. Even when I was younger, many, many, many years ago. So would you equate people who would go out and smoke a joint, which is illegal, would you liken it to maybe a speakeasy that went on back in the 1920s when when um, liquor was prohibited? So I would say it was even more relaxed than that. The The policing around it in a lot of communities, even in the past two years, has become so lax that it it wasn't as as, uh, facilitated that you had to be so in the dark about it as you did during Prohibition with liquor, where you had to have passcodes and knock. But yes, it was definitely something that most people were looking over their shoulder about, Um, you know, and even still, the the public consumption laws in, in the city of Albany allow you to smoke a, a joint where every cigarette is smoked. So all these people are still, you know, coming out and they're like, okay, I can possess this now. I can smoke it publicly now, but it's, it's still got the stigma attached to it. Wow. So what will you be highlighting at your convention or conference? I'm sorry. Well, it's it's an expo and conference, so it's a little bit of both. Uh, we're we're looking to highlight the benefits of cannabis and cannabis production, retail sales, distribution, and uh, 
processing, those are the four avenues that will be available in the state of New York. New York is trying to do something a little bit different with their cannabis laws, and I am here for it. I really am. Their expungement as opposed to forgiveness is something that um, a lot of states have not adopted, and I I do give credit to New York State for for undertaking such a – monumental task in in correcting all of these uh, records of all of these people who have been adversely affected by the unfair policing of marijuana in the state of New York. So we have a new governor in the state of New York. Is Kathy Hochul as supportive of the legalization of marijuana as Andrew Cuomo was? Without having to be able to speak on a personal level, I can say that her administration is doing as much, if not more, than Governor Cuomo's administration did to keep this moving forward. Like I said, um, they just passed some uh, new terms on the legislation that allow uh, whole flour to be sold by medical dispensaries, which is a uh, giant direction. We, we are seeing her administration working very closely with the Office of Cannabis Management, trying to get it up and running in the time frame that was set forth by the original passing of this legislation. So it doesn't mm-hmm. sound like she's dragging her feet at all. You know, what I find absolutely horrific is how, how the medical profession, I'll use the words medical profession, has prescribed opioids to many, many people throughout this country, and those people have become addicted, and they wind up on heroin and stuff. So I find that ironic that there's an opioid crisis in this country, but yet pot always remained illegal. How do you feel about that? So that actually hits extremely close to home for me. Um, I unfortunately did lose a brother to the opioid crisis. Um, I'm so sorry. It's it's all right. And to have marijuana still remain public enemy number one for so long with a blind eye turned towards that thing, the opioid crisis, it, it did come as a slap in the face almost. Um, and now to have the, the stance change, well, ah, you know, we were never that against it anyway, coming from the administrations, the police departments, the judicial community, it just seems so little too late, too little too late would be the phrase. It's your you're targeting the wrong communities for the wrong reasons at this point in time. And we have such a disparity, a glaring disparity, not even just a small one. It's a glaring disparity between the way that any of this has been handled amongst certain communities that we do need to do better. And I think New York is trying on its first step into understanding how 
you know, marijuana can be beneficial and it can hopefully shed some light into a very dark situation, the opiate crisis. Marijuana is such an out for a lot of those people that are addicted to opioids that had they had the ability to actually be prescribed it or have access to it in the first place might not have fallen down the rabbit hole as they did. And do you think that this is going to lessen the incarceration rate? New York has done something wrong. Um, In every other state that has legalized it, there has been a direct correlation between legalization and the reduction of incarceration. So if New York doesn't see that, we have definitely done something wrong. So tell us a little bit about the the expo. What will you be talking about? What kind of of um, vendors will you have, and what will you be discussing? So, again, our our vendors are going to be just a standard fare of you know cannabis vendors, um, but we are a lot of our focus is going to be the conference side of life, where we're going to have different organizations come in and and speak on the cannabis industry as it stands currently in the state of New York. Um, So go ahead. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I was just going to say we have a full agenda of speakers that run the entirety of the day. There will not be a moment where information is not being disseminated to the crowd in a positive fashion. Now, all of the vendors that you ha- you will be having at the uh, event, are they all from New York? From my understanding currently as it stands, yes. Everybody that we are bringing in to the event um, to either speak or vend will be from New York State. We have had some consultation out of state, which we have been more than grateful for, but we are trying to keep it in-house as we move into the actual expo and conference as we're trying to bring New York up in this industry as a whole. How many states have legalized marijuana? Oh, off the top of my head, I cannot. I think New York became the 11th. Really? I think we're for for recreational. I'm not sure, but I think for uh, medical, I think we were number eleven. Um, I'm not I'm not too positive on recreational access. So there's still thirty some odd states that have not legalized it, right? That have not. Yes, a lot of states have decriminalized possession, which is what New York did in the first step towards legalization. So. It's left to be seen where they fall. Wow. So your event is going to take place on October 17th from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. So have you been putting together all of the uh, workshops and speakers? Uh, Thankfully, we have been having the most amazing help from Moose's Wana, as you mentioned, uh, with a lot of that, I 
uh, have been doing a lot of coordinating, but he has been a lot of the scheduling and the event coordinating, and I have got to give that man uh, credit where it is due. Great, great. So um, we have just a few more minutes. Uh, what do you expe- expect the outcome of your event will be? Well, we hope to actually, moving forward, do this more than once. This should be the first of a long line of these events. Um, We want to stay at the forefront. We want to stay at the precipice. We want every year that there is new emerging technology investments, corporations, developments, abilities to grow, whatever improvement in the industry, growth in the industry there is, we want to be on the forefront of it. We think we're uniquely positioned to be right outside the seat of government in the state of New York here in Albany, mm-hmm. that we can get a lot of attention drawn from the legislators, the lawmakers, the people that make this happen, and have them understand what the constituency of New York really is looking forward to as legalization takes hold and we move forward in it. Um, I, I become friendly with Musa because of WCAA. How long have you been working with Musa? Uh, Musa and I have been working together now for about four and a half, five months. Um, he is he is a uh, fantastic human being, and I cannot thank my lucky stars for having somebody like him on our team as we are moving forward with this. He has been a great help. We were connected through a mutual friend, um, and he is just as like-minded in this as I am. And being a uh, minority owned uh, minority business owner, I am very proud to be able to work with him because in New York State, 51% of the licenses for processing, distribution, growing, and retail sales should go to minority owned and wi- uh, women owned businesses in the state of New York if the legislation continues to hold the way it is. So, in like two or three minutes, Give an, eleva- an elevator speech of your event. If you were walking <laughs> up to somebody, what would you say to them? Well, if I were to walk up to somebody and say anything about our event, it's that we are hosting the first of its kind cannabis expo and conference in the beautiful city of Albany at the gracious Albany Capital Center for p- allowing us to put this on. And what we are trying to do, what we intend to do is bring Everybody who has a like-minded status with this being the next great frontier in the state of New York, coming together to see what we can offer, what they have to offer, and what we can help each other do inside this industry to make New York the best that it can be as we move forward. So we want, think that, go ahead. We want everybody to leave this event excited for what is coming. We want them to come back year after year to our events to see what we've grown. We are more than thrilled to be able to be in this state doing this as it comes comes to the forefront of opening up. We we could not be happier. So this this will be your first event. So in subsequent years you could you see this as an evolving thing where it'll change and different 
people and different vendors and different pre- presentations will be open, oh, yes. right? Oh, yes. We hope to grow every year. There are going to be changes made in this industry every year. There have been changes made in this industry every year in every state that has gone legalization. So we know that this will not repeat itself with vendors, with speakers, with panelists. We will have a full gamut every year that will impress more and more each time. Again, this will happen on October 17th, 2021 at the... um, Albany Capital Center. Yes. And um, 10 to 5, everybody who wants to experience something new, something that might expand your way of thinking, this this is a great opportunity to do so. So you have been listening to Divine Brat. I'm Cynthia Pooler. This is Focus on Albany. If you like this show, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. Devon, I forgot to ask you, for somebody that wants more information, how could they contact you? Just go to www.nyscec.com. And you can buy tickets to the event through there, and most of your questions can be answered through that. So is there a fee to to participate? Uh, Yes. Currently, we are selling tickets, um, as as most conventions and expos do. Um, So feel free to pick them up. I do believe they are still at a discounted rate for the next couple of days. Okay. So, like I said, this is Cynthia Pooley. You've been listening to Devon Brat. Uh, this is Focus on Albany. Um, is, I'd like to make a plug to the radio station. I am on WCAA Monday, Tuesday, and Thursdays, 6.30, I'm, I'm sorry, 9, 9.30 a.m. and 6.30 p.m., and if you don't catch the show on social media, you can catch it on the radio WCAA. If you're not in Albany, we stream live. Devon, it's been a real pleasure to talk to you. Have a wonderful day. And thank, thank you, you for everybody. Having me. Thank you. Have a, have a wonderful day. You too. Good night.